Come on, Joe, but from Middletown, this is the Rorschach Georgia Update from the 19th of May, 2022. Quick summary of what's going down in Georgia. Big story is Nika Gvaramia, Misha's lawyer. He also used to be the director of TV channel Rustaviori back in 2019 when he was working for the TV channel. He was charged with money laundering, embezzlement, and abuse of power. Shortly after that, the businessman Kibar Khalvashi, who was sort of had been handed the station when it was taken from Misha's people. Khalvashi fired him, which led to Gvaramia establishing a new TV channel called Tavariarchi TV. On Monday the 16th, the Tbilisi City Court sentenced Gvaramia to three years and six months in prison. U.S. Embassy released a statement responding to the court's ruling stating that such a verdict puts Georgia's commitment to justice into question and further demonstrates the importance of an independent and impartial judiciary in the country. On the day of Gvaramia's arrest, public defender Nina Lomjadia visited him at Rustavi Prison. According to her, Gvaramia said he was innocent. The Office of the Public Defender is working on an assessment of the verdict and will soon present findings. On Wednesday the 18th, reporters and media representatives of various outlets rallied in support of Kvaramia, stating that his arrest affects the right to freedom of the press. Protesters marched from Republic Square to Parliament Building on Roosevelt Avenue. They said that Kvaramia is a political prisoner and that he should be released. Simultaneously, small-scale peaceful demonstrations were held in cities of Batumi and Zugdidi. On to banking, on Thursday the 12th, the Minister of Finance, Lasha Khutsashvili, was appointed Vice Chairman of the European Bank for Reconstruction and Development Board of Governors, that's EBRD, for the 2022-2023 period. The decision was made at the EBRD annual meeting in Morocco. In previous shows, we've talked about the efforts the Georgian education system has made to host Ukrainian students stranded in the country due to Russia's invasion. On Wednesday, the 18th, public school number 20, located in Batumi, announced it will dedicate some classes to Ukrainian students in their native language. Students will be able to continue their studies with the same textbooks that they used back in their homeland. Speaking of education, on Saturday, the 14th, the Horizon Europe grant office opened at Samskha Javacheti State University. Office aims to coordinate the work between the EU and Georgian universities. The global program Horizon Europe has a budget of 95.5 billion euros. The organization in Georgia is focused on allowing Georgian innovators, scientists, and academics to work with their European colleagues in scientific and academic programs. Since the price of fuel has been increasing for the past few months, this week, on Monday the 16th, Prime Minister Gharabashvili instructed the Minister of Economy and Sustainable Development, Levan Tavitashvili, and the Minister of Finance, Lasha Khutsashvili, to hold meetings with the market players to talk about the exorbitant prices of fuel. In response, Levan Tavitashvili made a statement saying that he will talk to both fuel importers and retailers in order to reduce the prices. On Friday the 13th of May, the Chairman of the Ajata Government, Turnike Rizvadze, and Vice Minister of the World Travel Awards, Sion Rapson, agreed to have the next award ceremony in Georgia in Batumi. Leading companies from the industry around the world will participate in 2023. The award ceremony, also referred to as the Oscars of Tourism, recall that in 2019, Batumi won the Europe's Growing Tourist Destination at the World Travel Awards. On that note about Batumi, on Sunday the 15th, the city hosted an international exhibition of tourism and hotel equipment. Both international Georgian companies participated in the event. Visitors were able to get information about products and services in the tourism sector. Still on tourism, this week the National Statistics Office of Georgia published a report on inbound tourism. According to the document, during the first quarter of the year, the number of international non-resident travelers in Georgia was over 576,000 and about 49 percent of the total tourist revenues came from travelers between 31 to 50 years old. 
Most of the tourists, the number one country they came from was Turkey. Most popular destination are Tbilisi and the Jada regions. Want to know more? The link is in the show notes. Since Tbilisi is a popular place to visit, it's important to keep it looking nice. On 18th of May, Tbilisi City Hall announced plans to renovate Melikashvili Avenue. As you might know, the street connects Chavchavadze Avenue from Vake with Rusaveli Avenue at the Philharmonia. Work will get done between June and November. City Hall plans to install new infrastructure, bus stops, bus lanes and a new drainage system. That's not the only announcement from Tbilisi City Hall. They said from the 18th to the 26th of May, traffic will be restricted due to Independence Day celebrations. You won't be able to reach Republic Square by car and on Freedom Square, only one lane will be open. Might be best to leave your car in the garage if you have one for the next couple of days. For those out there who didn't know, the 26th of May is an annual public holiday since it commemorates the adoption of the Act of Independence, which established the first Democratic Republic of Georgia in 1918. Every year, celebrations take place across the country. By the way, women could vote in Georgia before they could vote in the United States. Speaking of celebrations, on the occasion of the International Day Against Homophobia, Biphobia, and Transphobia, which is celebrated on the 17th of May, Tbilisi Pride, a nonprofit organization, set up a panel discussion with the theme May 17th, Memory and Prospects. Public defender Nina Lomjadia took part in the discussion. Participants talked about the event that took place on the 5th of July, 2021, the day right-wing groups attacked activists, journalists, and community members. Over 50 media representatives were injured and one died in the attacks. 17th of May, 2013, the first rally against homophobia organized by LGBT rights activists took place in Tbilisi. Thousands of protesters and right-wing groups attacked them. One year later, in 2014, the Georgian Orthodox Church declared the 17th of May as Family Purity Day. This year, the service was held at the Sretishoveli Cathedral in Mscheta. Mm-hmm. Last week on Thursday the 12th, the semifinals of the 2022 Eurovision Song Contest were held in Italy. The Georgian band Circus Mercus represented the country with the English song Lock Me In. The Kalush Orchestra representing Ukraine won this year's contest with the song Stefania. Georgian National Jury gave the Ukrainian orchestra the highest score, 12 points. Would you like to see the winning performance? Link in the show notes. Close today's show by telling you a little bit about the Machakela National Park, which is located in the western part of the country. The park made it to the UNESCO World Heritage List last year and is home to very diverse flora and fauna. On Saturday the 14th, a short film was released, Guardians of Machakela, which shows how senior ranger Dural Kinklanze protects the park. The film includes shots of mesmerizing views of the park. If you want to see it, check out the link in the show notes. That's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. Spring and allergies are an awful combination, just like ads and podcasts. Tell your buds about us so that we can keep the updates ad-free. Let us know your thoughts and ideas. Email us at podcast at rorschach.com. Nachwandis. <laughs>